Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Hey guys, Dan Bradbury here, and in this week's episode, we're going to talk about two tricky challenges that are preventing you from successfully scaling both your sales and your operations, and ultimately, what to do about it. But before we get started, this week's member of the week is Jana Mayer from Kit McGrath Tuition. What she does is help, or their business does, is help your child reach their potential, overcome academic challenges, and climb the ladder to success with experienced tutors. You can find her at tuitionbrentwood.co.uk. On to this week's episode. So there are two different things that prevent you from scaling both your sales and operations sustainably. Okay, I've just got back from this quarter's success mastermind event. And as per usual, you know, there were whatever, 50, 60, 70 people in the room. And there were many, many of the members who've had record breaking quarters or a continuing record breaking years. In that room, there are some of the fastest growing businesses in the UK, according to the Sunday Times Fast Track 100 list. There are members that have been there for 10 plus years, just one or two, but there's a lot that have been there for five years and a good handful that have gone from six to eight figure revenues in that time that have gone from no profit to six to seven to multi seven figure profits. And next week in the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you four members What's working for their business now? Different types, B2B, B2C, different types of businesses in the trenches. You're going to hear from them specifics about what they were doing. But I want to talk at a more strategic level to you for this week's episode, because everybody or virtually every business owner wants to grow their business, right? But the fact is, wanting it doesn't get you it. Otherwise, we'd all be billionaires with six-pack apps or, you know, a lot of a lot of business owners would be. The question is, what's in the way? What's the choke point? What's preventing you from getting it? I've spoken about this in previous episodes when we've spoken about inversion. And when I look at the themes, because we get all our members to give us their financial results, etc., every single quarter. So we get to see what's going on and track trends over time. But there's two recurring themes uh, as to issues that when members do tremendously well, it's from solving one or both of these problems, right? But that they are tricky. So number one is this, it's marketing, marketing. In other words, it's it's often not the product, it's just that, that how the product is positioned. And as soon as you get inside of marketing, there are the three M's, right? There's the message, the media and the market. So the message is what you're saying, how you're describing the products, that's critical. But that's also where most people focus. And the media can be a complete game changer. If you're phishing, i.e. how is it delivered to the clients, right? Are you just doing emails and yet your emails aren't getting delivered? Or you're just doing Facebook ads to the same audiences that are getting tired and the customer acquisition cost is going up, okay? Generally speaking, if you do things other people won't do, you can get much better results. So as a minor point, one of our members is doing a lot of direct mail. And you go, well, direct mail's dead and it's the age of the internet. Yeah, that means fewer people than ever are doing direct mail. So the response rates are through the roof because everybody's gone online, right? It's contrarian thinking. If you do what everybody else does, you'll inherently revert to the mean, right? So that that's media. But the biggest one that we see come up time and time again is the market, right? A great product, great offer, but if it's to a shitty market, it's not going to produce good results. 
finding those little niche segments, right? And if you're fishing in the same pond as everyone else, you know, the, the fish get depleted. If you can find a secret watering hole where other people don't normally look, right? And often that's because it's harder to do so people don't bother, right? It kind of reverts that with the direct mail. So like getting the messages read has been an example of doing that. But it can also be because it's unusual or uncommon or people wouldn't think that that would work so they don't bother. Right. So next week, you're going to hear examples of people talking about how there was a shift in the marketing that got a tremendous response. But for you now, strategically, it's thinking about, OK, leverage point for driving sales, growing sales, scaling sales is going to do with improving the marketing. Typically, that's where it's to be found. And it's in the three M's message, media and market. Which of those do you need to focus on? And whichever one comes to mind first is probably one of the other ones. I.e., It's not the first place you look. OK, however, Let's say you, you do a few twists in your marketing and you get radically outsized results, right? So, yeah, you tweet the message, but you also go on different media. So you're not going everywhere everybody else does. Just trying to out-headline somebody on Facebook ads is probably not going to get you a breakthrough result. Okay, so let, let's say you figure that out and you're driving more leads and, and sales than ever before. Growing that piece without solving the other problem is idiotic. It's going to end in tears. And what's the other piece? It's operations. Right. In other words, you need to be able to sell it and sell more. But if you cannot fulfill it and deliver it at high quality, it won't sustain itself. By the way, that's why rookies just focus on sales and marketing and they're obsessed with sales and marketing. And in this podcast, we try and be more expansive than that, because anybody that's been around any length of time, most companies never figure out the marketing. But if they do figure out the marketing and the sales and it grows, inevitably, in most cases, operations suffer, customer experience suffers and it doesn't sustain. Right. It goes up and then it comes back down. So you've got to have both. You've got to have both. So when it comes down to operations, fulfilling your product or service, it boils down to two component parts and that's systems and people. You've got to have the systems and process to be consistent. But the downside of that is some people become systems freaks and they think that everything's got to be systemized. And they quote the E-Myth, Michael Gerber and McDonald's. OK, great. But. The challenge is for most service-based businesses, which is the majority of the UK economy, it's a service-based industry, right? You're not selling items for 99 pence, like run of the mill, right? If you think of any really great customer experiences you've had, it's when people have gone above and beyond from you. And there's not many people I know that have had great customer experiences from McDonald's, right? So there can be an over-dependence on systems and it's underweighted to people. So really, and by the way, it's people that set up systems, that manage systems, that operate systems. So the root cause is people. You know, Bill Gates, regardless of what you think of him, you know, one of the richest men in the world and has been for decades, says if you took away Microsoft's top dozen people, Microsoft would quickly become an average company. Right. All the leverage is created by the key people running the business. So when it comes down to people, you've got to be able to recruit A players and then you've got to be able to manage and lead them and get the best performance. You've got to be able to recruit them and then manage and lead them. But you can't manage and lead them unless you've got them on the team first. OK, so the question for you is, what's the root issue? Because I'm even going to suggest it's not recruiting people. It's your skills. Right. It's not that people aren't recruitable. It's the fact that you don't know how to do it or haven't honed the skills to enough degree in order to be able to do it. And recruiting is just one place that shows up. I spoke about this a few episodes ago. So that's season three, episode 32, how to hire superstars in the UK's toughest job market for 40 years. I shared a tip from one of our mastermind members 
Ricky Singh, who's on the Sunday Times Fast Track 100 list. So, um, again, one of the rapidly growing businesses. It's actually in solar panels, and so it's rapidly growing again, thanks to the energy crisis. So, but really, that's the point. If you want your company to do better, you need to do better. You need to upgrade your skills. That's why you choose to listen to this podcast and podcasts like it. That's why you put yourself in environments like uh, mastermind events, because if you knew how to do it, if you really knew how to do it in a way that was acceptable to you, you would have done it already. You don't, so you haven't, right? And in last week's episode, we spoke about solving your biggest business problem. I'm doing a little trial at the moment where I'm doing a handful of one-on-one calls, like a one-off call for a very ridiculously nominal price. I'm getting some market research data, diving in there and hunting for a few extra mastermind members. And you can get that outside perspective. Get that outside perspective and counsel. You can find out more about that at danbradbury.com forward slash first call. So if you've got a problem in your business and you feel a bit stuck, you feel a bit flat, it's in one 90 minute one-on-one session. I'll help you solve the biggest challenge in your business. And if you want to find out more about that, go on over to danbradbury.com forward slash first call. So looking ahead to next week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the hot seats. So the members of the quarter, four people, well, actually it's four businesses. It's more than four people that are going to be sharing with you how they've had their best quarters or best years ever is coming in next week's episode. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Next up, recommended reading for this week. Last week, I recommended Play Nice But Win by Michael Dell, which is an excellent business biography, well worth the read. I'm going to go to a classic biography. I'm on a bit of a biography sprint at the moment. If you have not read this, you must add it to your library immediately. And that's the book Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. So really, you know, it's his memoir. It's his autobiography. And it covers the time from Nike's inception all the way up to when it floated on the stock market. And it is one hell of a ride because if you've got a stock-based business, as in you're selling a product, oh my word, it's kind of cash flow nightmare to cash flow nightmare up until he floated on the stock market. And obviously he's became a billionaire and uh, one of the richest men in the world. And Nike's one of the most epic, valuable brands in the world. So check out Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And finally this week, closing quote from Noan Bushnell, and that is, the true entrepreneur is a doer, not a dreamer. So you can listen to stuff, you can dream, but ultimately you've got to get out there and do. So the true entrepreneur is a doer, not a dreamer, Noan Bushnell. That's it for this week, guys. I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners.